0: day and welcome to Holding Fast. How is your anchor holding today? Is it gripped firmly to the unshakable rock of Holy Scripture? Welcome to the podcast today. Looking forward to spending a little time in the Word of God. And as a uh, as a means of doing that, we're going to look into numbers. We have been reading through our Bible program and numbers, uh, the book of numbers here recently. And uh, I continue to make notes as I read through and passages that uh, I feel moved by the Holy Spirit and pressed to really uh, to elaborate on. Uh, is sometimes there's just more than I can actually spend time. So it's going to take me years to do this. So you'll have to keep tuning in as I just give some thoughts and explanatory notes as the days go by. I look at the book of Numbers, if you've been reading in that lately, or perhaps you've read it before. uh, The book of Numbers is one of those wonderful books that, yes, there are points where it's a little bit tedious, where there's genealogies or there's a recounting of... Uh, of the numbers as people cite their pedigree and what tribe they're from and how they actually put into practice the law of God that was given in the book of Exodus uh, about their ceremonies and about their civil law and about uh, all of the things that went into God, a, a theocracy, which is the rule of God over his people. And so we look at all those things and we see some, some uh, I think, some parallels between that and the life that we have in Jesus Christ today. Now, uh, that begins right off in the book of Numbers. If, if uh, you were able to read Hebrew and you were able to pick up a scroll of the book of, uh, book of Numbers, then you would find that literally the very first word in the Hebrew text in the book of Numbers is the word, wilderness, wilderness. Matter of fact, that could have been the title for the book as opposed to numbers. Uh, and certainly there's no shortage of places where the Lord is numbering the people and numbering the warriors. We know that at some point, uh, they numbered all those that were, uh, battle ready, those warriors that would be part of the nation of Israel, numbering some 600,000 fighting men. Then you had the women and the children, and there was probably some two to two and a half million people that were uh, a part of Israel. Probably, not, and And that would not include, by the way, the mixed multitude, as the Bible calls it, a rabble of people that actually came out of Egypt with Israel when God brought them out. That's what I want to talk a little bit about today is God's bringing Israel out of Egypt and crossing the Red Sea that we've read about. Uh, They were, they were in a word, if I had to sum it up, uh, they were redeemed. They were bought out uh, that the Lord himself brought them out of slavery to the gods and to the people of Egypt, and God redeemed them, purchased them out as his own prized possession. That's one of those parallels that runs with the believing life and with the book of Numbers, in that you see this picture physically of Israel that was entrapped in its slavery. It was incapable of breaking out. They didn't know how, uh, they, 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 uh, uh, confessed that to God and cried out to him. And the Bible says they heard his voice and he saved them by his own arm and sent Moses in to get them. And so out of their bondage, they were brought out and we pick up with them in numbers when they've crossed the Red Sea. And did you notice that they didn't immediately uh, march right up to the promised land, but rather uh, they, uh, to Canaan, uh, another name that it goes by, uh, and instead they found themselves across the Red Sea in the wilderness. Boy, I don't know if there's any a better picture of our believing walk with our God as Christians today than being in the wilderness you remember they crossed over and eventually they ended up spending 40 day excuse me, 40 years in the wilderness wandering around while God, one man said, it only took God one night to get the Israelites out of Egypt, but it took 40 years for God to get Egypt out of the Israelites. And that's absolutely the the case, that that was a time of wandering, a time of purging, a time of lesson learning, a time of growing, a time of understanding and gaining a knowledge of Yahweh God, uh, the one who had redeemed them. And that really is a picture of every believer. When you read through the book of Numbers, the the types and the shadows and the the suggestions about what Christ has will ultimately do for every every believer uh are all the way through the bible when you receive the lord jesus christ as your savior you are freed saved from the bondage that you have to your flesh in this world and just like the israelites uh they had a wilderness experience before they entered the land of canaan And every one of you, if you're a believer in Jesus Christ today, and you're serious, and you're sober about that, and you're genuinely committed to discipleship with the Lord, you're going to have some type of wilderness experience as well between salvation and the ultimate realization of victory in the Lord Jesus Christ. Now, we do have to be careful about pressing it too hard. Canaan, uh, in the the uh, the promised land that the Israelites were headed to was is is not a valid picture of heaven as many times people think and sing about, but it is uh, it is an end destination for those folks to realize the promises of God in that in that uh, uh, in that in that case, it would be uh, accurate. Now, there are some believers though, as we know, and it may be you today that we have a longer wilderness to experience experience than others do you know there's some people that actually end up living and dying in the wilderness and they never obtain that victory in christ and that's even what happened with many of those believers many of those Israelites. So what happened is God then was working in their life and he was leading them through various trials and difficulties, times where they didn't always come through victoriously. Many times they failed and God had to bring about a punishment on them. And I'm going to be talking about that in another podcast as we go through as well. But uh, God had to teach them some important lessons of trust and faith and an awareness of who He is, that He is the God of all creation and nothing is too hard for them. And the Israelites were getting ready to go through some pretty serious challenges. Uh, God was requiring right here off the bat in the book of Numbers that the people be numbered, those that were 20 years of age and older, God didn't want them to be left at the mercy of those pagan nations that they were going amongst, but that he wanted to require those 600,000 fighting men uh, to be properly organized and prepared because if you don't have a plan, it's already a plan to fail. So, uh, he prepared them, and they were numbered, and the men had to declare their pedigree there. In chapter one of Numbers, chapter eight, uh, verse eighteen, uh, and so those people had to understand who they were, who they belonged to, and what God called them to do. You know, if you got to be, a, if you're going to be of any use to the Lord in your wilderness experience, you need to know who you belong to. And I wonder the question today, do you know you belong to the Lord? Do you know that he's your savior? Do you know that he's the one that has redeemed you from bondage and slavery? Do you know that he's the one for whom you live? The one that you listen to every command, that you hang on every syllable of his his word. I wonder about that today. There are many that call themselves in name only a Christian, but when it comes right out to flat obedience to God they 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 uh Uh, lag on that and they wonder why they're not experiencing the victory that God has called them to. Do you know that you're a believer today? Do you know your pedigree? Do you know that you've been saved? Do you know that you are a child of God? Do you have that kind of assurance in your heart? If you do, you ought to praise God today and rejoice in him. Your sins are forgiven. You're redeemed. You've been bought by the blood of the lamb and you are Jesus. You are his most precious bride you are a part of the family of god john, 1 john chapter 3 and verse 2 the bible says now are we the sons of god fanny crosby wrote in that famous song that we sing in church sometimes uh, blessed assurance jesus is mine oh what a foretaste of glory divine heir of salvation purchase of god born of his spirit washed in his blood There's a precious promise in 1 John chapter 5 and verse 13. Take this with you today. The Bible says, These things have I written unto you that believe on the name of the Son of God, that you may know that you have eternal life, and that ye may believe on the name of the Son of God. Do you believe today? Are you a child of God? If you're not, all you've got to do is email me, and I'd be happy to help you, pastornason at gmail.com. Don't go through the wilderness wandering of this life and not know the one who rescued you and saved you. God bless. Walk with your Redeemer.